Live from the Virtual Summit, the Corps presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Derek Holder and John Fye. Today's topic, reaching more clients with videos and social media. What's up, Coordination? This is Derek Holder, and I'm joined with uh, a good buddy and esteemed coach, John Bai. And today we're going to talk about reaching more clients through videos and social media. And I'm super excited to have you guys. John and I were hoping that we'd see 100, and we're pushing north of that, so we're excited to kick off. I think that, um, well, first let me talk about John. I'm very, very uh, excited and fortunate to teach with John. He's a stud. A couple of fun facts about John. He does, he's done over $300 million of volume. He's helped over a 1,000 families. He's been in the game for a long time. And the stats are nice. But what I think is what's most impressive about John is he's just a humble, happy, and helpful guy. From the first time that I've met him, uh, he just, he's been approachable. And I think that's probably one of the secrets to his success. And you'll probably see that in some of the videos that we're going to cover today. Um, a little bit about myself. My name is Derek Holder. I'm here in Tucson, Arizona. I got into the mortgage business at the great time of 2006. Uh, weathered the recession of 2008. And uh, looks like a little deja vu of what we're going through today. Um, so what John and I are going to get into, we basically have an outline that's Three points, we're going to go over the uh, uh, my, what you need to get started, get set up. Then we're going to cover expectations and metrics. Um, and then we got some bonus for you. We actually go into content. So that's our outline, three easy points. So before we jump right into it, um, John, why don't you cover a little bit more about, I know I threw out some stats, but just, you know, what market you're in and about your business. Yeah, thanks, Derek. I super appreciate it. Um, I love that uh, we're here and we're able to do this, especially in this format. You know, it's so funny. Like we teach these classes at the Summit Live, and um, how much of a how this is so cool. Like it's we're essentially practicing what we preach. Like we're doing it all right now. We're able to bring this to you in a format that we're using every single day. So being able to utilize this technology, I love teaching with Derek. This guy makes everybody look good that he works with. So I'm just honored to be on the screen next to him. It's going to be super fun and exciting and engaging. Make sure that you're using the comment section to ask questions throughout. We are going to wait till the end um, to answer the majority of those. Lindsay's going to shout them out because through here we're going to cover a lot of different really cool stuff. So hopefully a bunch of them get answered. Um, let's start just loading them up so that we can make sure we're getting to everybody. But, uh, man, I'm super excited um, to get into this class and get things rocking and rolling. And the first thing is getting it to what do you need to do this and make yourself look good on camera? Mr. Derek Holder, tell us about it. Thanks, John. So, guys, uh, in the workbook that you had mailed to you, go ahead and turn to page 72. Uh, that's what we're going to be talking about right now. That's what's up on your screen here. Uh, and, you know, it's funny. We're going to give you the tools and we're going to give you the rules and we're going to actually break a couple of the rules today. We're going to watch a lot of our videos, which is one of the things that we will t- talk about not doing. So as uh, Lindsay mentioned, you're set up for Zoom. You should have it on speaker view so you can see the slides that we're sharing with you. Um, but we put this together. Now, let me let me tell you, when I say we put this together, I have an awesome LP1 that created this. Uh, but I couldn't even tell you what half this stuff is. When we started doing video and we made the conscious choice in my office to do video probably about a year and a half or two years ago, 
we started with my iPhone. It wasn't the most recent generation of iPhone then because Rick's teaching me to be frugal. So it was a generation or two back iPhone, and it was just recording the video right from the iPhone sitting at my desk most of the time. So over a year and a half, two years of doing this, I've definitely seen the ROI of video. I've seen the importance of video. And uh, so we've invested in upgraded technology. And a lot of things I've upgraded is because my LP1, who we hired right out of the university with a marketing degree, um, over time has said, hey, I could do this if you got that. And I would just say, how much does that cost? Okay, yes, let's go ahead and do that. So these are the specs. I couldn't tell you what all this stuff means. I, I spent zero time researching it and go getting it. Uh, you guys should know one of the best things for your business is the youngest people that you hire, those are the people that you go to for the tech stuff and figuring out the IT stuff. They're like your built-in IT workforce. So this was put together by Stefan in my office. Um, again, all the list of resources that we have. I am a little bit afraid of giving uh, this handout and having you run away and feel like you need to acquire all of this to get started. Um, I think for me, there was two big ahas that helped me get a lot of leverage and breakthrough glass ceilings. The uh, first two were hiring staff. It's like, oh my gosh, I can actually get additional time back if I hire somebody. And the second one was um, putting somebody to take over my email. And number three is video. Like it is, it is that huge. So don't let this breakdown uh, end up being a hurdle for you where you have to go get all this equipment before you start your first video. Go start video now with your smartphone. That is all that you need. Um, so again, you have a list of resources there. John, what about you? This is, you know, my vision. Oh, one more, one more quick second. On here, there are some links with some code. So if you can see that there, you can get like a free trial or stuff. Again, my marketing guy set that up. So that's in your workbook. But John, what about the technology that you're using? Yeah, so the biggest thing is just get started. You know, it's all about implementation and do it quickly. So don't try to get into the weeds. I don't have, like, the nicest camera. Or I'm not really exactly sure how to do this. We all have super smart people that are around us. I would say probably 99% of the video content that is published to the world, I have no idea how it's done. Like, I literally, okay, I do not know how to post anything on Instagram at all. Like, I don't even know how to do it. I literally tried to do it on my phone one time, and I kept, like, taking pictures of my feet. Um, I don't know how to do it. There's people around us that can help us do this stuff and get it done. But this little gift that I got here, when I signed up for Level 3 Coaching, this Logitech webcam does probably 95% of all my videos. I do them from right here. Um, this and bomb bomb. So those are the two tools that I use all the time. It's 500 bucks a year for your bomb bomb account. It goes right into your email. And then also the camera is like 200 bucks. Um, and that's all you need to get started. And everybody's got a phone. If you have to just do it right on your phone, get it done. So you don't need a lot of stuff. We do have like fancier other things. I got a big circle light that's broken. I got all sorts of stuff that we bought that we don't use. So. Um, all that stuff's out there as well. Awesome. So a couple of things I want to piggyback because uh, you said the Logitech camera, such a great tool. That's what you're on. You look amazing. I can see the reflection in your glasses right now. Uh, 
don't forget the the simple tools that we have. With social media, you have the ability to go live right on Facebook. Uh, you have the same uh, opportunity with Instagram. So aside from the smartphone or the Logitech camera, some of the easiest software plugins that you have is social. So pick a platform, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and just plug into it. Uh, the other thing you mentioned is BombBomb. I, too, also use BombBomb, and uh, I think it's super easy to use. It'll, it also acts as a, um emailing distribution tool, and there's an app for your uh, smartphone that you can do right from your, your car, of course, not while you're driving. Um, okay, so we now we gave you the tools that you need to get started. So what do you actually do once you have your smartphone in your hand? How are you going to go ahead and move forward? So let's go ahead and move on to number two, which is kind of the what, when, where, how, all that fun stuff. So I'll cover, for me, I'm, I'm going to answer these few questions, and we'll turn it back over to John to answer the exact same questions. So for me, when do I do video? Video is put in my calendar for 9 a.m. Monday morning. I really believe it's one of those lifts that has such a huge ROI on your business. you got to prioritize it. Do it first thing. Do it at the beginning of the week. Give it the attention that it deserves because of the wonderful amount of leverage that video gives you. Uh, so 9 a.m. Monday. It's the first day of the week, very early part of my day. Number two, how often uh, do I do it? Uh, again, it's every single week. I have a 30-minute time slot scheduled for it. In the beginning, it took every bit of 30 minutes. Uh, I hated every video that I did, and I tried scripts and all that fun stuff. Now I probably get in and out of there in five minutes, and in five minutes I can record two or three different segments. I could do a video for uh, business partners. I can do a video for uh, past clients, and the goal is to keep those videos uh, two minutes or less, and I prefer one minute because most social sites will have a cap of one minute or, or below. Uh, what are the metrics tied to video? So, again, in terms of time, duration of time, one to two minutes. Um, and that you, the greatness tracker, you guys should know this, the greatness tracker says 250. Right now we're all locked down in shelter, so we've upped that number to 1,000. And... I'm going to go sidebar really quick here before I turn it back over to John. Uh, a great thing that we started doing last year with my LP is we track all of our metrics tied to marketing activities, you know, gifting, how many gifts did we send, how much did we spend on the gifts, um, so forth and so on. And we track our emails, how many emails were sent, but we also track video. And so I can tell you, I'll share just a couple of fun stats with you. On our Facebook views so far this year, in January, we had 15,945 video views in the month of January. In February, we had 12,918. And in March, we had 14,681. My bomb, uh, which is the email video marketing, uh, I'll just give you one month as an example. Um, bomb, bomb, in the month of January, we sent out 76,556 emails. We had 60, uh, 6,660 6, of those emails opened. So I, 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 I'll tell you, get over the fear of just doing the video. You're never going to like the way it, it looks. Uh, I don't even watch the videos. Uh, I think that my face does weird things when I say vowels, 
you know, Monday morning, sometimes at 9 a.m., I'll look sleepy or tired. You just got to get over it. You just got to jump in and just do the video. So instead of critiquing yourself about how you looked or what you said, watch the numbers because you'll notice a pattern in the numbers. And then what you're doing is you're playing the game of how do I, wow, that video actually had a spike in engagement. What did we do? And it'll make you get creative about your strategy, and then your strategy will evolve. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning, it was a smartphone. And it was mainly me sitting there for five minutes. Over time, we have found how to shrink it down, and we found strategies that John and I are going to get into. We're going to show you some of the strategies that you can do with video. But let's go to John first. John, why don't you – what about you? When do you record your video? What are your metrics? Yeah, so it's, it's changed a little bit for me. Thanks, Derek. I appreciate it. Um, so – Right now, I had, last year, I had a gal that, like, did all of my video content. So we had an hour blocked every single Monday where I sat down. Literally, you can see this board behind me right there. Like, it's one of those, like, banners that comes up. And she would bust out the camera, and I would, like, rapid fire anywhere from 5 to 25 videos in, like, an hour. I did customized birthday videos. Um, I did anniversary videos. I cut, like, theme videos, all sorts of stuff, um, and that worked out really, really well. So if you have a team member that can do that for you, that's number one. Right now with the isolation marketing, one thing that I've started doing, and I'm doing it myself, is every morning, or not every morning, every Tuesday morning at 8.30, I take a snapshot of our market activity over the last seven days, and I write it down. And I shoot a video right on my Logitech camera and bomb bomb and I send it to my team and it goes out every single Tuesday. So for me, like when I do it and how many of I do it, I wrote down some numbers. So everybody here, you should at least be doing one video the same time every single week within your real estate and or um, lending career forever. If it's the one thing that I've gotten out of this being here and like needing to be on point and relaying data consistently to our clients is that we need to show up consistently. And if you can deliver a market update the same time every single week for the rest of your life, you're planting those seeds that we talk about, right? Act like a farmer, plant a lot of seeds, videos are cheap, plant the same time every single week. So John Paul there, that's a nugget. So I just want to make sure everybody you realize what he just said. That's a simple, easy, tactical takeaway. Raise your hand if you're all committed. One video, same time, every week. I saw like four hands. Come on, people. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Steven Zinn, I know you're in. Okay, so two to 20 videos. Make sure you're rocking and rolling, getting those done. Um, the biggest metric for me, and Derek is obviously – much smarter than me, way better looking than me, and has way more stats than me. So for me, my number one metric is just do it. Like literally just do it. I don't, I don't really care what goes on. I, I try to really stay away from all of that because I don't, I don't want to try to get too tactical. I just want to show up consistently. You know, I think sometimes, sometimes our minds will really get into the, the stats and the behind the scenes, which I think are incredibly valuable. Um, but for a lot of us, we get into paralysis analysis and then it will just freak us out and we won't do anything. I'm just a firm believer of get it done. I don't care if you burp in the middle of the video. 
send it. People love this stuff. It is hilarious. Nobody realizes it. They don't want it to be perfect. It's supposed to be fun. So do it at least one time a week, every week for the rest of your career. And if that's all that you take out of this and you do this, I guarantee you're going to win. Awesome. Eric? Yeah, so uh, we've talked about it. We're going to get into video. So, again, I want to just stress to everyone here that uh, the biggest hurdle I think we have is there's, like, the fear of public speaking. I think video is very much in that same category. Uh, just get over it. Just do it. Um, again, I, a tactic would be don't watch it. For me personally, I don't work well with a script. I found myself when I was using a script, I was overthinking what I was going to say. So I would rather just burn through, um, you know, right off the cuff. And if it takes me two or three takes, again, they're one minute videos. It's going to, you're going to spend five minutes of time if you have to do five takes. So that's what works for me. John, just curious, do you use a script or you go off the cuff? No. So when about six years ago, Rita started getting me on video and all of us, I think we were still doing our coaching calls from our phones then. We didn't even have cameras and she started making me do videos. And the first video that I did was absolutely atrocious. I think she shows it to people still to this day because it was just so bad and such a good example though for how much better you can get. And I was like, I literally, I had this, like the stuff taped below the screen and I'm reading it. You know, you can see it all in my glass. You can see the paper, right? Um, it was terrible. So after that, I just stopped. I was like, you know what? Just, just be you. This is who people want to see anyway. Like treat it like you're just having a conversation. Like right now, I feel like we're just all in the room together. We're hanging out talking. So just do that. Like if you try to go off the script, it's just like anything else that you're doing. It's not you. Like, Know the point that you want to drive home, remember it, and then deliver it. You're talking about what you know already. So without further ado, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and queue up the first video. Good morning. This is Derek Holder, and I have some very exciting news for Tucson Real Estate. Uh, as I've said in previous videos, one of the best things you can do is don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. And this video will showcase what I mean by that. So over the last five years, Tucson's uh, average appreciation rate has been 5.66%. So this means if you would have bought a $200,000 home five years ago, in 2015, if it appreciated 5.66%, that home would have went up in value to 211000 Fast forward five years later, growing at 5.66% per year, that same house would be worth $263,000. So you've created $63,000 out of equity of just being strategic about where you live. Well, I have even better news. The uh, FHFA agency, Federal Housing Finance Authority, announced that Tucson is actually number two in the whole U.S., for appreciation. This means that the average appreciation rate expected in 2019 is 10.37%. That's more than twice the national average. So that means your home last year, if it was worth 250, instead of it jumping to 263, it actually jumps all the way up to $275,000 of value. So you picked up almost $25,000 in one year because of market appreciation. And to put icing on the cake with some more good news, rates are the lowest that we've seen in the last three years. 
So if you've been thinking about possibly doing debt consolidation, consolidating loans, eliminating mortgage insurance, maybe when you bought a house back here, you didn't put down 20%, this would be a great time to explore your scenario, get a lower payment, reduce your overall payments by paying off debt, or drop off that mortgage insurance. As always, if you have any questions about your personal real estate scenario, please give us a call. We're happy to help. Okay, so um, looking at that video, I actually, now I'm concerned because that video has all kinds of highlights and music and backdrops. So again, that's, a, that's evolved quite a bit. And again, one of my LPs that I hired over time as we've committed more to video, we, you know, we did a lot of videos just sitting there doing 30 second updates. And then we said, Hey, can we add closed caption? Can we add video? Can we, can we add audio? And he would go figure it out and we would have it implemented, you know, one or two or three weeks later. As far as how do you do it? I don't know. That's another tactic for you. Don't get involved in the weeds. Get somebody that can take care of you. Cause if you put all that on your plate, you're just going to have more excuses as to why you don't have it done yet. Um, now, I think, John, you actually have your version, your first video, too, right? Oh, no. I unless you snuck that in there, that shouldn't be. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So I'm going to do another one. So oh, okay. The, yeah. yeah so, the, uh, so that video, again, short, sweet, covers numbers. I think my uh, other points I would drive home on that is in terms of what you want to say, the, a nice place that you can always find content, and John talked about it, is your market is forever moving. That's the beautiful thing about our industry is you always have last month's data, uh, average sales price, um, listing inventory, and all that. So make sure that you're plugged into NAR. Make sure you're plugged into your local association. If you're a mortgage lender, follow Fannie Freddie FHA. You'll never have a shortage of things to talk about. So the next thing that we're going to show you is another video, and this is a strategy where you can tap into others' network. So we've grown our social media following by getting with um, other business people, what you're going to see is a builder. He's the owner of a nonprofit, and we end up taking over a subdivision, and we're doing a quick uh, Q&A with him. This is about a five-minute video. You're going to see, like, the first 30 seconds. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Derek Polder. I'm here with Greg Sassy from Southern Arizona Land Trust. This video will be a little bit longer, but trust me, you're going to want to spend five minutes watching it to the end because we're going to get into the details about how you can buy a brand new home and get around $35,000 of closing cost assistance, down payment assistance. So, Greg, thank you so much for being here. And uh, so... We've done a couple of videos about this. We're getting a lot of questions. The first question that we get is, do you have to be a first-time home buyer to qualify for this program? Well, Derek, first of all, thank you for having yeah. me. Um, no, you do not have to be a first-time home buyer. So, see that that was um, a couple of things I want to showcase that we did there. So, obviously, number one, the tactic was getting the builder themselves or the nonprofit themselves there because we can hook into their net, their network by doing this social media sharing. But the other part is I knew that was going to be a longer video. And as you know, my framework is I want to be two minutes or less. And ideally, I like to do the majority of my videos at one minute or less. So, on that one, within the first 15 seconds, I said, this will be a longer video, but you're going to want to watch. There will be times that you need to do what we call long-form content. Facebook allows you to do long-form without any caps. Instagram usually has anywhere from 30 seconds to one minute, depending on how you're showing it, whether it's on your page or your story. Um, but Instagram has what's called Instagram TV, which goes long-form. 
So if you know you're going to go for a minute, that would be long-form content. Try to uh, tease your audience or invite them to stick around for what they're going to get out of it. All right, so those are my first two videos. John, I'll turn it over to you. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. It's interesting when I was looking at the stats on Derek's video, I'm like, obviously, he's been doing this for a long time. I'm like, man, you should shake it up and, like, redo that video and then just, like, give it a little wiggle and then the update to see if, like, those actually panned out because they probably came pretty close, right? So to be able to go back and then show, like, hey, I brought this information. Like, guess what? It actually happened. You know, and then – Funny point, John, the, one of the largest agents in my market uh, messaged me about that and said, I just don't think we're going to see that appreciation continuing. If it does, I'll run down the hallways of uh, Summit Funding streaking naked. And I just I just reached out to him not that long ago, and I said, hey, man, the stats are looking like you might be showing up here pretty soon, so you better be working out. Nice. I like it. Very good. So the thing with video, too, it's just fun. You know, it, it's enables, it enables us to be able to – um, get out there and do some exciting things and uh, bring it there. So one thing that I do that I'm going to share with you right now is our um, second step uh, listing appointment videos that we do. So I'm a two-step guy. Everybody has different processes. Um, I am probably not the best closer in the room. I'm just going to say it. It's not It's not my strong suit. Um, I show up. I try to bring a ton of value. And if people are excited to work with me, then I work with them. So I go in, and I don't usually hammer on getting a signed contract right out of the gate. So I go in, I look at the house, build a lot of rapport, hang out, find out what the needs are. Then I go back in to my office, and I cut a specialized video specifically for that client. So if you switch to page 74, you know, it doesn't – it's not the exact format of the, of the video, of the email itself. But we'll play the first video that goes over the content of the thank you and then also of our pricing. So if you can hit it, Lindsay, that'd be great. Ed, John, bye here. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Just wanted to touch base with you real quick, get your updated property evaluation over. I am so excited to see it here coming up next week on Wednesday. I got us uh, scheduled in there for the afternoon at 4 o'clock. I will also bring out my stager. Um, she's going to have some time. She'll be out about 4.30 just to kind of give some ideas um, to see if that's a direction that you potentially want to uh, lean towards. So she'll be able to help us out there. She's an expert. I definitely am not, but wanted to get some pricing um, suggestions over to you here. I am working on getting all the stuff um, over to the uh, Relo company as well. I'll have that over to them on Monday. Day, but I wanted to get this information over to you um, prior to our meeting here next week. So looking at all the updated numbers, there has been some movement, some activity. The market has also um, got a little bit hotter since last year, which is fantastic. Um, with regards to comparable properties, though, there's some really good ones that are in the link above here that I think are going to really help in making that determination on pricing. So um, going through everything, so this is going to be the same as before. Um, attached here at the top are going to be net sheet breakdowns at each one of the price points, a link to the property evalu- evaluation, also a little snapshot of the potential buyer activity, kind of a pent-up demand and a little heat map showing us where all the activity is taking place and where the buyers are at. We've got a backlog of buyers that are looking for a place like yours. So I do not foresee us having any challenges um, on getting it sold in a reasonable amount of time as long as we're priced appropriately. So aggressive end of the, of the side of things, I think 3, 9, 1399 is going to be like, 
faster sale, make sure you can sell it super quick. Um, I feel really confident in that price point if that's a if that's a price that we need to move quickly on. Market value, you're more like a million four twenty-five, a million four fifty from a nuts and bolts um, you know, perspective of looking at it from like that market value, price per square foot, that's definitely gonna get us more in that zone on the appraisal side of things. On the high end, um, maybe one four seven five uh, is probably where we're at. I think if you get over the one five number, we're going to see a bit of a drop off there on pricing um, or with activity. So my concern is that we just don't want to have it lingering out there too long and like try to fight to get back in an opportunity where it looks like a win. Looking at some of the comparables that are on here, some of the sold ones that. Um, it took a little bit more time, started higher on the price, and they had to kind of they had to work their way down. So I'd rather go on at a, a really um, impactful number and work on getting that buyer super excited and getting them moving sooner rather than later. Also, I was talking to Jen, possibility of maybe getting a rent back for a while. It sounds like that's how it was when you guys purchased. So if we could ease some of those moving constraints with all the moving pieces of the puzzle that you have, that would be a super big win. So. Definitely want to explore that option as well. So in the meantime, do not hesitate to call if you have any questions. I'm really looking forward to meeting up with everybody here next week um, and seeing if uh, we're able to help put a sign on the ground and get you moved on to that condo here sooner rather than later. So as always, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to call me on my personal cell, 253-709-4848. Make it a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. So obviously that was a little bit longer video. I'm going to show you a little clip after this. So one thing that you got from this, like I was just rolling with it. You know, the thing is that one of the questions was um, that I saw just pop up was why do you do to do this presentation over video versus a telephone call? Because my competition is not doing any videos like that. So I know that I'm already a leg up. It might not, it's not produced real well. Like I'm tripping over myself. It's not really that great, you know knowing that there's, I can look at it and I could get better at it, but I just do it and I get it done. Like, I don't worry about it. At the end, I do call. So I don't just, like, leave it there in their court at that point. It's, hey, take a look at all this information, then I'm going to call, and we're going to go through it and dial in exactly where you need to be. So but what I also do is I have Krista, my listing coordinator, also shoot a video as well that's included in the email. So we get our team used to, doing the same stuff that we're doing, which is a huge part of it. So, Lindsay, can you show that video, Krista? It's just a real short one. Hi, Ed. My name is Krista. I am the listing manager on here on the team. Just wanted to get you over a quick video introducing myself and then, of course, let you know if you have any questions about the CMA or the listing process itself, to not hesitate to reach out. Bye-bye. Okay, so one thing that you'll realize that all of us have is none of our team wants to do any video. Can we all agree to that? Like massive, massive resistance, okay? So it has been baby, baby steps to even get Krista to shoot that little tiny custom 15-second video. It's not real easy to get people to do it. But the thing is that the more we do it, the easier it becomes for them. This is just a normal process for us. It's what we do. If you make it hard and you're back here recutting your video five, ten times freaking out about it, here's the deal. They're on steroids freaking out about it. They're definitely not going to do it. Talk about playing turtle. Like, they're going to, like, they're going, damn, 
They're hiding. They're not coming out ever. So, again, looking at this part of it, it's something unique. It's something different. It's something that works really good for me um, to be able to go about it this direction. And I enjoy doing it. Derek? I just – I thought you did a great job. There's a couple of things that I think are genius about your approach, and I want to highlight it. Um, but first of all, uh, Oleg made the comment on that, and I totally agree with it. You're, you're elevating the sales process. You're showing that you're knowledgeable. You already said you're doing something that no one else is doing. Your competition's not doing it. It shows you took the time to give that personal touch. But even inside of that personal touch, here's what I really liked about your video. Uh, you used his name. So it shows it wasn't the, hey, I'm coming out to do a listing. Here's my pre-listing video. Like, it it was still special for him, which if you are not able to get him on the phone is can also save you time because sometimes you play phone tag, you're in your appointments, and you covered critical data that he needs to know. And if he needs to share that with his significant other, the video can just be played. That can be a huge boost to productivity. Um, I love the fact that uh, you smile it, being on video can be intimidating, and when you're worried about what you're going to say, that worry can show through on your face. So it's been one of the things that I've been working on is to be able to smile and to relax a little bit, and I think that you do that very well. So the subtle smile showed up a few times in there. That's a good thing to incorporate. Um, and then the last thing I think is brilliant is leveraging team. Uh, as I've told you, over time, as we become more committed, we've we went from – tracking no metrics and doing it from an iPhone to now upgrading. And one of the things I've really found is some of the most viewed videos are the personal non-business video. Like it's, it's Carly in the break room eating a snack and Carly, let tell us three fun facts about yourself. So I think it's very important that you do introduce um, your partners and the public to your team, especially if that's, it's going to help you leverage your leverage even more because you're not going to have that feeling of, oh, my gosh, John, I got your video. and I'm going to meet you. Now, who's this woman that you're having call me? They got to meet her, too, and they're going to have that trust. So all great, uh, great things I saw in your videos, John. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, you know, for me, I go right into ultra critique mode and, like, what did I do wrong? And if I was going to redo it, you know, how could I do it better? Um, the one thing, too, though, is that, the only thing when I get that video, it's all done. I get the email template that's all done with her introduction. Everything's attached. I shoot my video and I hit send. So it is, there's no like creating it. Like we do it every single time, like and again, over, and over and over again. And that template again is in the workbook on page 74 for everyone. Yep. So that is correct. So. That's, you know, for me, it's I love getting the team involved. The more that we can do that, the better. So we got a couple other videos that we're going to jump into. So, Derek, I think you have a market update video that you're going to show next. Yeah, so this is using uh, BombBomb, and this is showing you a little bit more. Instead of just talking to the camera, you know, using the technology, I love the fact that BombBomb has what's called the screen recorder function. So this mm-hmm. is showing uh, BombBomb screen recorder capability.
Hi, this is Derek Polder from the Polder Group here at Summit Funding. And today I'm going to share with you the Tucson report card when it comes to housing. A lot of times we get that question of, do you think that we should buy? And really, you're the only person that can make the decision. Um, but with the data I'm going to share with you today, maybe that'll help you uh, decide if it's, if it's best for you to own a home. Uh, I'm personally very bullish on real estate. Uh, I own the very first house that I bought when I was 20 years old. Um, I didn't buy it at the best time I bought it. Uh, gosh, that was probably around 2005-ish. And uh, the market crashed. I was upside down thousands of dollars. And today, if I was to sell that house, um, you know, the house would sell somewhere around 190 to 200 and I bought it around 150 So even though I saw the values drop all the way down to 100000 I could sell that home today and make a pretty good profit. Um, so let's go to jump into it. If you look at uh, first thing here is the overall report card shows that we have really good uh, one-year appreciation and we have really good historical appreciation and our five-year appreciation is in the top 33%. That's just based on this little graphic right here. So the double diamonds is top 20. The gold is top 33. So overall, we've had a really good trend the last few years and I've seen that personally with clients that bought a house little or no money down four or five years ago. We're refinancing them today. Uh, dropping off mortgage insurance or doing debt consolidation and paying off credit cards with the, the equity they've grown in their home, which is, again, one of the benefits of real estate. And it's why real estate is still the number one um, driver for net worth for middle class American families. So average uh, or median home sales price is 223 uh, Comparatively speaking, nationally, that's very affordable. Uh, appreciation. This is interesting. I was just sharing about my story, how I lost a lot of value in my house over 10 years the overall appreciation is pretty much flat, which means that a lot of people that even bought it, quote unquote, not the best time, have been able to see their uh, their values wash even. And those that bought in the last few years have really seen a 7% annualized appreciation, which when you compound that over uh, over a five-year period, that's where you get some serious equity. Um, you might know friends or family that bought a house for 100 grand five years ago. And, you know, now things worth 130, 140. That's the example of appreciation. Um, I don't pay too much attention to the forecast. There's too many variables that go into that. But I, what I do find very interesting is we have about 22,000 uh, first-time potential home buyers. This is ages 27 to 35, which lead that demographic, and when you look at the demand, which accounts for about a 60% home ownership rate, which is a, an average uh, for NAR 60 to 65%, um, we would need to build 8,300 homes. And in fact, we're only building about 2,500. So if you look at what we need demonstrated by all these boxes versus the check boxes, you can see we're not keeping up with demand. Supply is not keeping up with demand, which I think will continue to be good for us that are current homeowners because uh, that means if we sell our properties because there's limited supply, it affects pricing. And you can see that right here with inventory. Our year-over-year inventory is down 10%. Um, and, again, you can see with us not having enough new homes being built, uh, whenever a good house hits the market, any real estate agent will tell you if it's priced right and it's in good condition, it's going to sell fast. What I really find interesting is, you know, we have a million-person population, and we have nearly 10% of the population. Okay, guys, so a couple of things I want to highlight. Yes, you can see what BombBomb can do. It, it will share whatever's on your screen. You can pull up multiple browsers, uh, super easy to, to turn on, and you can even go in and out of video. So you can go from the video being on you to the video being on your screen with just the click of a button. So BombBomb's great for that. 
but a couple things to highlight in that video as well is a lot of times you get asked by your clients, there's, you got to think, what is the objection to the sale? And it might be like right now is a perfect time. There's a lot of people are thinking, you know what? Prices are going to drop. You know, should I still buy real estate? They're going to come down. Prices are going to come down 30% again. And video gives you the great opportunity to actually share facts and show data because people will learn more with their eyes than they use their ears. So you can show data and you can show them things like, uh, you know, that in the last six recessions, real estate only dropped once, and that was the recession caused by the real estate bubble. So there a lot of data is in there. Use video to promote data that you know your clients might be misinformed by their grandfather who was a realtor 30 years ago, giving them bad advice. And we touched on those hot points based on the, the objections that we have to overcome every single day. Derek, I've got a question for you. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that takes some, you know, some time to be able to do that. How do you do that consistently over and over again? Is it just like after you have that meeting, that's a go-to that you're going to do? over and over and over again as a part of your process? Yeah, well, like you said, if you just commit to one thing, doing it weekly, you'll what will end up happening is once you decide, I'm going to do a video every week, then you're going to be um, forced to come up with ideas, and that's going to help you get over your fear of what am I going to talk about. So here's another great tactic. Any client or business partner that asks you a question, write it down on a notepad, that's a video. If you had to, If that client had that question, you could do that video for one minute and answer it to everybody else. Uh, okay. I think, Don, you still got one more, too, right? Yeah, I got one more, too. But, everybody, I want you to do something. Raise, raise, put your pen up on the camera. Let's see who's all listening. And just write down exactly what Derek said. So when you're having conversations with your VIP and they're asking you questions, that is what people want to know. If you don't take anything else out of here, because content is the biggest challenge, right? Like, we can talk about anything. But what do people want to know about, right? So, dude. I'm writing it down right now. So I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to put mute while I do this next video of me. So the videos we talked about, doing stuff to get the most hits. So this video is ridiculous. Um, it's not really funny, but it was, for me, more challenging to do this because this was, like, my first, like, video from the heart that I did. Um, I bought um, – oh, man, what was the um, – well, you'll see. You'll see what the, the – I bought this real quick. Conversion van is terrible. It's super Uncle Rico style, but I love it. It's great. So I shot a video of it, and this is probably the most hits I've ever got on a video. I don't know how many is, but everybody always talks about it. So we play this one, Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Happy summer. Wanted to reach out to you guys real quick. I hope that you have had an amazing heat wave week. This is uh, so great. We're now actually getting a little bit of reprieve for a seafare weekend here. I hope you got some great plans with your family, but wanted to reach out to you guys and give you a little update. This year has been absolutely amazing. Obviously, being able to marry my best friend has been great. Hope she is so amazing, and I'm so excited to spend the rest of my life with her and uh, one of the great things that we're now going to get to be able to do together is to spend time in this amazing camper van that we bought so we now get to take our dogs with us on vacation and not have our house watched all the time we are so excited and thrilled we took it out to our friend's um, lake house here um, we're out over on um, 
in the on the ocean over the weekend here, and it was just such a good time. Um, we've never done anything like this before, so it's a, a new adventure for us, and it just is really enjoyable. So just wanted to reach out to everybody and just say hi. I hope you're having a great time uh, this year. It's just been amazing and super fun, and I hope you're really enjoying your guys' this summer and, and having a great time. So enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, all right. So um, I know Derek's been cringing, like, listening to himself talk. And, I, you know, we don't ever watch our videos, so it's just hard. Like, all I wanted to do is turn that off. But it's fun. Everybody's like, I want to see the outside. You know, it's engaging and doing all this stuff. So um, when I was writing down um, in the general session, I'm like, dude, I'm going to start doing, like, more fun videos. Like, I'll do a video again in front of the band. Like, yes, I still have it. I'm not scared of showing people what it looks like, you know. Um, you know, we're enjoying life and things like that. So, but that little silly two minute video that I shot with my iPhone, like works, you know, it's not hard. You know, Rick uh, in general session was talking more about the video letter of the heart. I mean, that was, yeah. that was the video letter of the heart. I do more serious fault question. Was that a VCR that you had on the, the back dresser there? There's no VCR back there. I don't know what that was in there. There's actually like a, there's a stove right behind me, so. Yeah. All right, so there you guys have it. You got a couple examples. Literally rip off and duplicate. Uh, make a list of what your uh, clients and your business partners are asking you and just commit to doing one video a week. Now, as a bonus, before we go into Q&A, John and I know that one of the biggest struggles after you get out of your own way of critiquing yourself and the fear of video is, okay, I'm going to do it, but what am I going to talk about? So on inside your workbook, I think mine's on page 73, and I think John's is on page 75, we actually put together a half a year of content for you. So you literally have no excuse to do video for the rest of this year. Um, so, again, my, my, video, my ideas are on page uh, 73. Um, I'll just go through, maybe highlight, one or two of these, and then, John, you can do the same, and um, we can then turn over to Q&A. So let's look at, like, I have mortgage insurance on there explained. Like, for those of us in the business that have had that conversation a thousand times, that might sound like something that, you know, why would you do a video on that? That's, again, you want things that are simple so you can do one minute of video. Uh, if we move over to the right-hand column, the very top idea says loan limits and your buying power. That's a great idea that can be recycled because almost every year uh, loan limits change. And if you notice, I added on there uh, your buying power because you want to do a little bit more than your competition. Don't be the person that's just saying, hey, the limits went from 417 to 510. Show what that means in, in terms of your buyer's mortgage payment and how much home they could afford and how that will affect their monthly payment. That's going to help your real estate partner say, hey, look at Susie, you were – you know, you, you were on the fence and, you know, you wanted to spend X amount. Now we can get there and avoid that jumbo loan. So give a little bit more detail in terms of how it will affect your, your customers or your, uh, your business partners and their business directly. All right, John, what about yours? All right. So um, a couple of the ones just to highlight, obviously there's a ton of different stuff in there, but the, the big one to look at is the, the business introduction slash like vendor spotlight. You know, shooting a video that has some staying power, right? Like you can put that on your website. You can share that on all sorts of different platforms. Your vendor can use that to send to people that they know. So trying to find those things like that to where 
you know, if you're going to take some time and right now, like, man, utilize the platform like that we're on right now, like record a zoom call with that person. And then it's done. Like you don't even have to like get them together or mic them up. Cause that's the biggest thing. Talk about having your team that doesn't want to do videos, try to drop. You want one of your vendors to do a video. That's a challenge in itself as well. So usually the ones that are really good are going to do it with you. So, um, so work on those, you know, meet the team is a big one for us. We have some video stuff out there that has um, every team member, what their roles are, um, things like that. Very important, very easy to do, right? Like you have introduction stuff on your website, cut a little video. They're saying hi, it's 15 seconds, put it on your, on your website. It's good to go. Um, and then the home evaluation. So every year um, or home anniversary, um, being able to reach out to them, say thank you, let them know that you appreciate them. I think the more specific and personalized you can do with the video, the better it is. Um, you know, I think that there's, yeah, Derek, go for it. I, I want to emphasize what you just said. Uh, I think that's such a powerful realtor technique. Uh, I'm going to butcher the stat, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get within the ballpark number. NAR has uh, done this survey and they asked, Previous clients, what was your overall experience with your realtor? Would you use them again? And something north of 80% said, yeah, John did a great job. I would totally hire John again. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to people that did a multiple transaction, like bought and then sold, and said, did you use your same real estate agent? Now, remember, people 80% plus said they would, but yet only 13% actually did. So I love the fact that you do that video. That's such an easy thing to do as a real estate agent. Send a video to your clients on their anniversary. Tell them, hey, I know what you did last year. You were closing on your house. I ran some quick stats. This is what I think your house is worth. Let me know if you need anything. Great way to stay in contact. Don't let, uh, you know, 60, 70% of your clients go put another sign on the door in the yard because you forgot about them. Yeah. It's the personal piece. It's the, you know, it's like hitting a Michael for his birthday. It's like, Michael, it's so good to see you, man. I wish I was there hanging out, having a beer with you right now in Florida. You got a wicked tan. I'm still here in Seattle, and it is not sunny yet until this weekend, right? Man, I hope you have a great day. Enjoy life. Instead of like, hey, it's your birthday. I hope you're having a great day, right? Like having this generic one that goes out over and over again, because here's what I know you're going to do for sure, is you're not going to redo it every year, and you're going to send them the same video next year, and you're going to look like a Julio, right? So you don't want to do that. You got to. If you do it different every single time, you're never going to run that risk. So personalize, yes, it takes a little bit more time. But if you have the team that's set up, when you have the hour time block like Derek has, you sit there, you have 20 different birthdays. And, yes, you say, Derek, happy birthday, man. I hope you have an awesome day. Then, Lacey, I hope you had a great day today. Right? You just go down the list. And your cheeks definitely hurt by the time you're done. But guess what? It's going to go a long way. So make it happen. Well, John, I think you did a great job. You get thumbs up from me. Give John a thumbs Woo! up. All right. right. That's my man, Derek. Let's go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go ahead and open up Q&A. Lots of questions on this. So, and I think Lindsay's going yeah. to uh, read the questions, right? All right. Gotcha. I've got one from Liz Jones. She wants to know what's a great way to get more engagement and what's a good open rate. What would you say, John? A great way to get more engagement I would say is just the more personal stuff, the better. Um, open rate, it's a great question, Liz. I'm going to defer that one to Derek. 
Well, so I can tell you that uh, our email open rate, our target is 40%. And January, we were 45, 33, 42, and 41 has been our open rate the, the four months of this year. Nice. Piggybacking off of that, Eric Maya asks, what form do you use to track your videos and how many are opened? So we we use two different types of technology in terms of what we send out. So BombBomb already has... Uh, metrics, it's kind of built into the video CRM that is BombBomb. Um, but if we want to do uh, larger distributions, then we use MailChimp. Um, and MailChimp also has all the open rate data stuff that you need. What about you, John? Um, I do enough videos that I can put down over a 1,000 on my greatness track. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> hey, one other thing, too, is uh, in terms of keeping it simple, social media gives you all that stuff. So if you want an easy way to track your data, just post videos on Facebook. It literally tells you the views right there when you're looking at it. That's the simplest thing that you can launch today. Awesome. Eric French had asked, which videos do you post to Facebook first, Bomb Bomb? John? Uh, for me, I do uh, both. So when we do a Bomb Bomb video, uh, obviously if I'm doing like a market valuation, like that just, just goes to the client. But when I do my Tuesday update video, we, go, we send it to our entire EOS every single Tuesday. And then it goes and it gets posted on Facebook every single Tuesday. There. So, so for us, um, we do – so every Monday is when the video is recorded. Depending on the content, sometimes I'll say, you know, this is something that really needs to go to our database. You know, a few weeks back it was talking about – it was specific to refinance, and that was an email blast. Um, sometimes there's things specific to maybe a lunch and learn that we're doing. That will go into a bomb bomb email. Um, but if it's general market information, that'll always go onto our social media page, and and we consistently post uh, weekly, if not multiple times a week, on our social media page. Uh, so again, I think for for me, the idea is if it's a broad message shared on social. If it's very targeted, like lunch and learn, or specific to a client, I'm going to email it. Awesome. Um, Diane Steffi was asking about lists. She wants to know: Do you buy your lists? How do you come up with such huge numbers? Eric, you want to start that? Uh, when you say list, I'm sorry. I don't. I guess I don't quite understand. Like, who are you sending them to? Yeah. Like, how do you get like so many? Like, how do you oh, send them to a thousand plus people? Yeah. So I think one of the things that everybody should track is because social media is free. You should have a goal to grow your following. And again, using business partners. If you think about what the core teaches. You should have a VIP list. You should be calling your VIP list. One of the things you should be doing with your VIP list is trading networks. So tap into other VIP partners, grow their social media, grow your social media. That's one way that you can get used. As far as other mailing lists, like every single month we track. If I'm going to do, you know, 50 transactions, there might be 26 business partners I've never worked with before, and we're going to look at our mailing list, and, and at the end of every month we report, hey, we grew our mailing list by 26 people based on last month's uh, transactions. Mm-hmm. And it just snowballs because we've been doing it, you know, time and time. The list has grown. Yeah, so for us, it's just every single email that we have in our CRM. Like, you know, try to divvy it up the one – Challenge is like, you know, sometimes you don't be able to get access to every single email if it's like in a contact. So make sure you got the husband and the wife, multiple emails, work, personal, it don't matter. Get it all out there. Awesome. I mean, quite a few people asked if you guys use TikTok. Um, I, go ahead, John. Um, 
I do not. I don't, I don't even know. I've heard of it. I don't even really know what it is. Yeah. So, uh, I do not have a TikTok, but my, uh, my LP who does the marketing downloaded TikTok and has had me do a couple TikTok videos. I don't know the login. I don't know where they are or how to see them, but yes, we have done TikTok. I love it. We have a couple of people asking about, can we get these videos? And yes, um, Kendra showed you guys in the opening, there's a QR code in your workbook and just click it. And that's how you download all of the handouts, including the videos. Um, do you guys text any videos? B Powell wants to know. Yeah, I'll start with that. So the, a big thing after, you know, we talk about after appointments, um, an honor video instead of an honor call. Um, sometimes that can have more meat. Sometimes you won't get that person on a phone, the phone right away. Um, the video, again, do stuff that other people are not doing. Most people are not going to do that. Again, if it's in your car, it's, you know, just try not to be too shaky, not a whole Blair Witch project, just maybe a little one. Um, get it done, send it. But that's really the best format with regards to, um, for me, that's outside that from a text message standpoint that we do. Birthday videos are great via text message. What I did find is when I did the videos via um, bomb bomb and sent individually, I didn't get as much and it wasn't as more impactful as sending a personalized text message video to them from your cell phone because they'll watch it. Um, the, sometimes the other stuff gets lost. Um, and two, now they got your cell phone number, right? It's in their message. It's easy for them to get access in, in case they don't because my cell phone is not advertised and I hope none of yours is either. Um, I, same thing. I, I would just say ditto. You know, personalized messages get sent via text. Text has a much higher open rate, so absolutely use it. There are good services that you can use, too, that um, allow you to do video into text, which you can also control via your web browser, which is nice, because if you happen to be at a summit and someone's trying to text that cell phone number, they can be handled by your team. So uh, a lot of different text services out there. I believe the one that we're using is ZipWhip. Allows you to do video, allows you to do uh, graphics, and you can even control the numbers. So, like, if you have an office number right now that um, is your what your receptionist answers, you could even coin that and have that be the veneer that the text is sent to. So, you could essentially enable texting to your office line. Awesome. Audrey Hutton asked, "Where do you store all the videos that you film ahead of time that are personalized?" For me, it just gets downloaded onto my computer. Um, there's some old, that uh, old, I almost swore. There's some old stuff in there um, that's hilarious. Every time I go look in there, sometimes I pull them. Um, but then after a while, I just clean it out. But usually once it's gone, it just, you don't need it anymore. It's only kind of a one-time use thing anyway. We have a lot of stuff for us, storage on OneDrive, Microsoft OneDrive. Super easy to use. You can access it from anywhere. It's also great because it has what's called a personal vault. So if you have, like, things that are really important for you that you don't want the whole team accessing, you can put it in a vault file, and then everything else that your team uses, you could have just on the, the OneDrive itself. Awesome. I'm going to keep throwing you guys questions, but just really quick, I'm going to throw up the class survey. All right, everybody. Let us know how we're doing. 26 ideas for the year in itself, I think, is worthy of five stars. Raise, raise both your hands up if you agree with that. All right. <laughs> All right. Javier is asking, as a lender, do you find that videos are more impactful with realtors or past clients? Um, I think that it goes both ways. I think that, to give you an idea, we were absolutely flooded when um, I made the mistake of doing a video when rates dropped about refinancing. 
And the snowball that hit my team, we, we literally were just inundated with phone calls and follow-up. And that's an example of marketing to the database. Um, but I will tell you, from doing videos consistently weekly, now I run across both clients and business partners that will say, oh, I saw that video. But keep in mind, sometimes you'll do a video, it'll only have 300 views on it, it'll have one like, and you'll hear comments on that video from dozens of people. So, again, don't judge yourself. Don't worry about you don't have 500 comments on there. Just commit to doing the videos. It works whether it's a client or a business partner. What about you, John? Yeah, that's great. Just the other day I was thinking about that as I was cruising through, um, I think it was on Facebook or Instagram or something, and there's like all this stuff that I'm looking at that I'm not clicking any buttons on, but it's resonating with me. And in that moment I'm like, oh, man, there is a lot more people that are checking out my stuff. Regardless, and it's not like, and I wasn't, you know, I just don't hit the, 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 the heart button a lot. It's just not my style. And I think that's a lot of people's style is they're just like cruising through. It's like reading the newspaper, you know? Um, so yeah, don't get beat up about it. Just keep doing it because the eyes are on. That is for sure. Awesome. Um, B Paul asked, do you have a monthly video schedule? Derek? Um, I would say no, it kind of just falls right into the week because it's done on a weekly basis. I guess you could say it rolls into the month, but I have uh, that laundry list of ideas. And then every once in a while you have something that is happening, hot news that you got that trumps whatever's in your archive, especially with what's going on right now. So monthly, no weekly. Yes. Yeah. Same for me. Um, weekly for sure. Um, obviously every Tuesday for the rest of my life. Um, and then, for events and things like that, anything to piggyback an event, right? Tons of video before that, video invites for every happy hour. Awesome. Do uh, Have you done any home buyer seminars online, Bruce Silva said? So for me, um, I personally have not. Um, I have, um, we have three that are scheduled over the next six weeks before the shutdown, or hopefully until we kind of get back to normal. So, um, we are going to start doing those now, and hopefully that's something that sticks because that's been a big challenge for us is it takes a lot of time, it's expensive, and you don't know who's going to show up. So here, it's like you're just going to talk, you get the opportunity to team up with one of our lender partners and get it done. So we have not done it yet, but it is for sure on the list. How about you, Derek? Yeah, so uh, we have one of the home buyer, the actual home buying seminar scheduled video. We've done those in person. Uh, we have not actually executed the one on video. However, we did do the we got you in debt, we're going to get you out of debt financial workshop, the six steps of financial freedom. We had just done that one about two weeks ago. Had 40-something. I mean, I thought that was going to be five people show up. We had over 40 people show up. This is a great time. You know, I know uh, lockdown is being lifted, but if you got time to go out there and do a video where people are still locked down, I think it's a great way to get your customers to join you for a video, you know, some type of video seminar. Okay, awesome. Jamee had asked, is your Tuesday update for each client? For me on our Tuesday update, so we did do, Mike TC's actually did personalized Tuesday update videos. And they, but what ended up happening is that, one, they didn't like doing it so that they would get like, it got pushed to the end of the day. So said, all right, fine. Um, we tried, we did it for a year and it got to be too much. So um, we don't do that. We do the just a normal Tuesday update, and then they call on Fridays instead of doing the videos. Um, so we've we've done the Tuesday updates via video. Um, 
it just depends on how many deals you're doing and how involved you're going to get. Derek, how about you? I personally do not do the video updates. I think the updates require a lot of dialogue, and so that's all. I pick up the phone and do those. Well, it looks like we're at time, so guys, give it up for John. John, thank you very much for being here. Derek, man, I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. See you in the general session. See you all. Thanks for coming. You've been listening to the CORE's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.